Talk flirty to me. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back to Talk Flirty to Me, the podcast with Sean Murphy. And Katina <laughs> Is that where I say my name? I guess so. We haven't been doing that, but I realize we should. No, like, yeah. People who are tuning in the first time, they're like, who are these yahoos and what are they talking about? Yeah. Um, so yeah, Sean Murphy and Katana Collins, or also known as Colleen Katana, as mm-hmm. you can go back to episode number two and learn about my pseudonym. <laughs> <laughs> um, today's show, <clears throat> we decided to... Talk about nerdy things. Well, it's like specifically our nerdiest things. Okay. Right? Or, I mean, right. we can talk general nerdy things, but I feel like discussing what makes us the most nerdy, because mm-hmm. uh, we both are pretty... Instead of talk flirty to me, it's talk nerdy to me. That might have been taken by another podcast, talk oh, well. nerdy to me. I think it, <laughs> someone on Twitter, I think. Um, yeah, but uh, it'll be interesting to hear what your nerdiest thing is, and then I'm going to tell you what I think your nerdy things are, and then vice versa. <laughs> what are you drinking? Um, wine. Uh huh. What kind of wine? Vino Verde. The only kind of white wine I drink. Yeah, that's true. Because I'm nerdy about wine. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but you stole my thunder. Yeah, I I'm know where you're going with drinking that. a Soda Stream Diet Cola, like the generic Soda Stream Diet Cola mm-hmm. that they don't call it Diet Coke or Pepsi. No, not without being sued. Yep. I remember talking to you a long time ago with some couple friends of ours, and. Remember thinking about how you were struggling to find something nerdy. I well, I kept saying things that I thought were nerdy, and you guys kept <clears throat> shooting me down. And you're so like, "That's wh- not nerdy." What enough. were some What were some examples? Do you well, remember? Well, like that I loved In Sync. Like I went to In Sync concerts. Yeah, it's yeah, like being an In Sync nerd or New Kids on the Block nerd or something. That's not really what we're looking for. Like when you fanboy out or fangirl out or. But you had another one. You went Disney. Disney. I yep. love Disney. Like I kept throwing things out that I loved Disney. and that I was nerdy about. I think nerdy about. And the three of you were like, no, because like yeah. I, I think it was. Well, I don't. Am I allowed? Should I say their names? It was Emily in DC, I think. And like mm-hmm. you know, Emily DC loves is a person, not, Star not a Wars. publisher. Yeah, DC the the person. Uh, and like Emily loves Star Wars and mm-hmm. um, like a handful of other things. And then he had I forget what he was nerdy about, but like. And I, I felt so left out of it because everything that I felt mm-hmm. I was nerdy about, you guys were like, no. No, it doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, being a Disney princess nerd is like, that's a phase that most girls go through anyway. It's not. It's, but don't most Disney's boys go through different... like a Batman phase? Like, how is that any different? I know. I, I You're right. Uh, I don't. It's just something about my, my, my instinct, my reaction to your disney nerdiness was just not all three of you had the same reaction i know like all it's... three of you were like nope it's just, disney's just a whole other thing and I same with nsync i was like i was a huge nsync fan like went to their concerts right could sing all the lyrics could do all the dances but we were looking also for so i would define it this way nerdy about something that's sort of a franchise and yes, Disney, of course, is a franchise, whatever. Or like me being a musical theater nerd. Like I was all about musical theater and like... That's not... No, it doesn't count. I mean, that's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a hobby. That's a art form. That's You can't be nerdy about painting. I mean, it has to be... Well, you can. <laughs> no, that's not what we're looking for, though. When someone says, I'm a blank nerd, it has to be like, I'm a Highlander nerd or I'm a... Um, you know, Twilight nerd. So, like, Disney would be okay if it was a specific part of Disney I was obsessed with. Like, if I was weirdly obsessed with Chip from Beauty and the Beast, and I had, like, okay. a room yeah. full of just Chip paraphernalia. Yes, yes. that would be That better. would be considered, better, yeah. like, quirky, nerdy. Yes. But, like, just and saying, I love Disney, yeah. too many people can claim that. So, I remember DC's nerdy thing was, when he was a kid, and he went to see Beauty and the Beast, he would sing and dance the song up at the front of the theater and run back and forth in the theater singing Be Our Guest or something. I don't so, remember that at all. You I have do. a good memory. You never forget that. <laughs> um, no, because it's a great it's a great nerdy thing. And so what we're looking for is uh, obsessive love of a franchise of some kind and you doing something that is nerdy. Like it's more than just collecting Beauty and the Beast shirts. It's more than <laughs> just, it's like you have to go above and beyond, do something bizarre towards that franchise that only a nerdy fan. I mean, would this do. is I'm curious if everyone has this definition of nerdy. I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> but I guess for the sake of this chat, we will stick with that. I feel like I had all these things that I was like ready to chat about too, and now I can't remember my nerdy stuff. Well, also nerdy is the phrase a deep cut. 
Do you know what that is? Uh, you <clears throat> should explain it. I do know, but for those of us All right. maybe who don't know. So if you were a Beauty and the Beast nerd and you made your own t-shirt of a, a quick one-liner from the movie. With the dreamy far-off look. Even more obscure. <laughs> so it's like a, a deep cut, like um, the thing that only super nerds would even catch, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the difference between wearing an obvious t-shirt of Twilight versus a shirt that only one out of a hundred Twilight fans might even spot as being Twilight. And that is a deep cut. Oh man, I am a Twilight nerd. I feel like that's <laughs> totally, that's one of my things. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I that makes sense. Like right. the little inside joke that only someone who loves it as much as you love it right. would get the reference right. to. My friend Clay, um, he loves collecting nerdy t-shirts, but they have to be the right kind of deep cut uh mostly unrecognizable but so subtle and artistic at the same time so he's got like escape from new york stuff um my favorite is he's got an, it's not itchy and scratchy from the simpsons it's one episode from season three like two decades ago of the russian knockoff version of itchy and scratchy called like mortimer i don't even know hmm. and it's animated in a not simpson style too it's just drawn like it it's it's such a like no one's gonna know what that is hmm. except for the guy that loves it as much as you do and uh whenever he wears it to a show usually at least one person, one person will be like hey it. man yeah. nice shirt <laughs> <laughs> hmm. that's a deep cut i feel like that's a really hard thing to find within a disney yeah like finding a deep cut thing in disney everyone can quote disney movies like right. front to back finding that one liner that no right. one's gonna get i don't i don't even know if that's possible in a disney universe no you could do it i mean if you did um so the rumors of um um aladdin when jasmine isn't Come on, teenagers, sex? take off your clothes. That, or like the, she sits down and like the... the no, that's Lion King. The, the word sex is in the clouds or whatever? Um, Lion King. There are okay. two, there are two uh, schools of thought I've heard with the Lion King one. Yeah. One is that when Simba lays down in the dirt, the dirt like flies up and yeah. it spells sex. The other one I've heard is that in the stars, it spells sex. If you gave me enough time to think of some deep cut t-shirt design that would sort of nod to those things, I, you could do it. But that's not... Dis- that's not like a nod to Disney. That's like a nod to the. That's like a nod to the like. The, um, the, the one animator. Yeah, like the one <laughs> dick animator who was yeah. like, "Fuck all these kids, man!" <laughs> like, yeah. Um, like I'm talking. If we're you know like Clay's shirt with the right. Mortimer whatever that was is an actual thing from The Simpsons that right. someone who watches it right. absolutely knows. Like there is yeah. no line in Beauty and the Beast that you can quote that someone won't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think. That's the thing with Beauty and the Beast and Disney's franchises, like those movies, they're so picked through. They're so mass produced. They're so well marketed. They're so, uh, I mean, who isn't a fan of Disney? Everyone loves Disney, period. You well, know? No, I mean, that's not true. Lots of mm-hmm. lots of people love Disney, but there are also lots of people right. who dislike But Disney. it's like if someone, if you're having dinner with a stranger and you're like, what movies do you like? And they say Disney movie, you're like, okay, well, that, you know, everyone likes Disney <laughs> movies. If they give you... Um, I'm a big fan of, you know, Das Boot or some, you know, um, this old World War II movie about these Nazi soldiers. I mean, it's like an art flick. Yeah, but... Then you're like, woo, that's to, interesting. But, like, I used to work at Disney. I, because I got the discount at Disney, you don't, do you remember how much Disney shit I owned? Uh, I yeah, had, like, I made you throw all of I it know, away. I know, you made me throw all of it away. <laughs> I had, like, a whole kitchen set of just, like, Disney. Like, you walked into my kitchen, and it was, like, a Mickey cookie jar, a Mickey spatula. I had Mickey pancake, <clears throat> like, uh, mm-hmm. shapers. I had Mickey oven mitts. I had just, like... Disney, everything. And like, yeah, it was a total erection killer. So, all of that stuff. But that's like, if I said, oh, I like Disney, that goes beyond just I like going to watch Disney movies. You actually get to my house and you see a kitchen of Disney stuff at the time. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, not anymore. Yeah. I think with, you know, this whole question of nerdiness, it's sort of, you know, it when you see it. And I can't quite describe eloquently why. Me, DC, and Emily both reacted to your Disney nerdiness. It's like, no, that doesn't really count. Yeah, all of you. It was so frustrating. By the end of the night, I just wanted to like, (laughs) fine, you're right. I'm not a nerd. (laughs) You were like rifling through like, well, once I did this, once I did that. And we're like, no, no, Because I certainly wasn't cool. And then the conversation (laughs) had moved on. And 20 minutes later with non sequitur, you'd be like, oh, what about this? It's like, no, stop, Colleen. Just stop trying to be. (laughs) You know, the thing is, though, when you were young, you were busy doing 
plays and your parents kept you busy and you didn't have time to be into toys or cartoons or but stuff, I was right? I just didn't I like did I like Polly Pockets yes did I like mm-hmm. My Little Ponies yes like I but did I do yeah. I now collect them in right. the boxes like no well, we were looking for like give me a nerdy story a nerdy thing that you did and you're like I like Disney that's not a thing you did <laughs> so what's the thing you did evolving around Disney that would be nerdy well, I don't, I don't have one revolve or besides, even around Disney, but besides, besides collecting what? all the garbage from China that they produce and filling up a kitchen with it, I don't have something surrounding Disney, do I? I do. I, do. I have. So I'm a musical theater nerd. I said, like, I'm okay. Yep. I love singing. I love dancing. Mm-hmm. And in high school, my friends and I were watching the movie A Knight's Tale. Okay, this is the thing that you said that I do agree with. Yeah, you. this is good. <laughs> this, this is, is good. a good story. Yep. So this was, I think, finally what I won you guys over with, where I was yeah, like, like, finally, I'm a nerd. Right. <laughs> um, and everyone listening, you can try to guess which part changed our oh, minds. Oh yeah. And we're like, oh, that's definitely nerdy. <laughs> we'll give you a couple seconds to remember that so, movie, A Knight's Tale, <laughs> with Heath Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger, and uh, oh, what's the redheaded guy? Um, Firefly, uh, right? The guy from Firefly. Yeah. Ah, um, oh, damn it. I crap. should know his name. Well, he's in it. He's in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I don't know, a bunch of other people I'm, I don't know anymore. Yeah, the guy who plays the Vision now. Again, I forget his name. The guy who what? He plays what? Vision in the Marvel movies. Oh, okay. I don't know those. Really great actors, all of them. I've still, like, never seen the Avengers. Yes, you have. Some of them. No, I don't. I think I've seen one. Okay. Which we, like, just watched. And it was... um. The Thor one. No, no, that wasn't that Avengers. Was that was, but that's right. not Avengers movie. Like, that's right. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, uh, we watched Black Panther and we watched Thor Ragnarok. Or right, is that how you say it? Yep. Um, yeah. Not, I almost said. Anyway, Ra- I almost said Ragnarok, but that's not it. <laughs> I'm imagining <Whoops. laughs> Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Knight's Tale. So in high school, my friends and I, I guess we're watching that movie and it was around the time that we were getting ready for prom, like gearing up for prom. Mm -hmm. And in that movie, there's a big ball and in the ball, they all like- (laughs) Ragnarok ball. Ragnarok ball. They They break out in this choreographed dance at this ball that like mixes with classical dance and then um, like Mm -hmm. hip hop basically. And uh, my friends all looked to me because I was at the time choreographing our high school musical And they were like, oh, my God, you need to choreograph for us a dance to do at prom so that like of a popular song that they're bound to play. And when they play the song, we all just walk out onto the floor and do our choreographed dance like badasses. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what, guys? We did it. <laughs> did everyone else get involved or were they just looking at you like, what is happening? It, most people were like, what the fuck are they doing? And like, it was a lot of us who did it. I think we're, there were like 20 to 25 of us okay. who learned this dance. But it was still, we were all the, the nerdy theater kids But this was it. like <laughs> this was like 10 years before you had the phenomenon of like a... No, this wasn't flash mob times. Flash mob, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like circa 2000. Um yeah. And yeah, it was like just you only saw this. You only saw this in movies. Like it did not happen in real life. Or if it did, nobody like filmed it. It wasn't YouTube sensational. Um, (laughs) And we chose the song "Lady Marmalade." Because again, it was like very popular at the oh, time. Oh God, the one that I don't know the lyrics to. No, nope. yeah, Sean. Hey, why don't you uh, sing for us, Lady Marmalade? Sean <laughs> was singing this the other day in the kitchen, and I was like, what? "So when are you sing it first, say? so people have a reference?" No, I feel like you should sing it well, first. Well, give them give them the the, the tone, the song, the music um, at least. <laughs> da 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 da. So, so I thought it was boule boucouche. I can walk. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who don't know, the real words are. <laughs> hold on, now I can't even think of the real words because I have your stupid. Boule no, vous it's couche. not boule. It's boule. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Because it's French. It's will you go to bed with me? <laughs> In the way and, I said. And c'est soi, right? Uh, we, no, no, no. Avec moi. Yeah. Anyway, so Sean was saying, I can't walk. Boulez-vous <laughs> 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 coucher, I can't walk. <laughs> I, so I'm half deaf. I'm almost all deaf in one side of my head. <laughs> uh, if you're talking to me at a show and I lean in, I'm not trying to be creepy. I just can't hear you. Like, um, Oh, a, man, like a star is born. Like a star is that born. was like the watching you on the screen Bradley in Cooper that movie. Bradley Cooper has to lean in and ask people, and he, like, he won't ask them to repeat himself. So he'll just try to figure out what they said so he doesn't have to bother them. That's me. Um, anyway, so 
it also affects music I've heard. So if I've heard a song since I was born, <laughs> I, and I have the wrong lyrics in my head, it's not going to change. Unless you give me a booklet with lyrics on it. It's I mean, we've book- all done yeah. this. We've all done yeah. this without the, without the reasoning of being half deaf. Like, right. I used to think it was, oh, God. Well, um, what's a dove got to do with it? Like, I, I <laughs> yeah. don't know why I thought right. that, but I did. Right. Or there's a bathroom on the right. Oh, yeah. There's a couple or, famous like misinterpretations yeah. of songs. That's yep. one of them. Jason Waterfalls yeah. was always a big one. Oh, yeah. Don't go Jason Waterfalls. Don't Just... go Jason Waterfalls. <laughs> I was a huge fan of Cats in the Cradle before I knew what the fucking lyrics were. <laughs> I used to play it every morning when I was getting ready for school. Hmm. And my dad was in the other room hearing the songs. He knew what the lyrics were. And he's like, is my son trying to send me a message? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all teenagers listen to angsty music. Your dad took that too personally. Cats in the Cradle, Cat Stevens, not... not. <laughs> well, I was listening to the Ugly Kid Joe version, which I think actually got the lyrics wrong, but I didn't even mm. hear the lyrics. Even so. they do it. Um, yeah. And I... So that was like the nerdy thing that one you guys That is pretty nerdy. Over. Like you know, because it shows choreographed your, dance. You had to play Knight's Tale on loop, that one song. You didn't go with the David Bowie song, which probably would have been better, but Boule Boucouche, I can walk. And we didn't copy their choreography from the movie exactly. Like oh, I came, really? I came up with my own. You know what? No, I was a choreographer. This, that's not nerdy then. How is that not nerdy? No, because that you I didn't choreographed... use the song. You didn't use the movie. The moves. <laughs> you took <laughs> the we... idea of a flash mob. Yeah. That's all you did. And did it like in a musical theater nerdy style, where like no. all of my no. musical nerdy friends, we were like, clear out the way, prom goers. No, because you we're took, about to dance. Part of this is that it has to be an IP involved. There's no IP involved at all. If you take away, you're not doing Bowie. You're not doing. You're not dressed as knights and Renaissance outfits. So if we had done Thriller, that would have been okay. Like if, if you had, had done Thriller with the moves and you're all Michael, but then Michael Jackson's like Disney of, of hip. Yeah, it's yeah. it's so huge. If you had done that Ugh. with at a Renaissance fair to the actual song with the correct moves, then you'd be right. But I had no idea you changed everything about it that was recognizable about Knight's Tale. Well, <laughs> so no, you, I'm taking this, it away. I don't remember doing. the song that they used in the movie. I don't think it was like it was certainly not a song that anyone would ever play at a prom. We had to get a popular uh, it's song. David Bowie. Yes, they no. did play David Bowie. At, they didn't. Did they play it in it the Knight's Tale? Yes. It was, it was Voulez-vous que j'ai avec no. Oh. It was a David Bowie song. Oh, see, I don't remember the song. That's the thing about that movie that was so charming and incorrect was uh, they would play, they played Queen. But they did that on purpose. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so not cool like they were it. like, this is time period. So you changed, like, you didn't, you weren't wearing, you weren't dressed as knights and damsels in distress. You didn't do the actual moves. <laughs> you didn't play it on loop to get it just right. But because I'm a musical theater nerd, we choreographed our own and did a stupid like choreographed just, dance in the middle of prom. You're a flash mob nerd then. You're not a knight's tale. Right. I said I'm a musical theater nerd. I don't know. It's not. It has to have a franchise. <laughs> this is not fair. It has, has to be something else to it. That's not enough. Well, people can Ugh. chime in when they hear this podcast. Please tweet. Tweet at my wife. Don't tweet at I me, mean, please. There, <laughs> I don't want to be bothered with this shit. I mean, you know musical theater nerds. We're all geeky. Like, we we love our classic Broadway. And, like, we'll break out into song at any given moment. Yeah. That's a different... That's That's not, like, nerding out. You guys are just... I think that's nerding out. I think we love musical theater so much that we were like, you know what's going to be awesome? Like, Mm -hmm. we really thought this was the coolest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Well, that's where, that's the only nerdy thing about it. (laughs) You (laughs) guys were like. And everyone at prom did the face that you did where they were like, what the fuck are they doing? Why are they making us get off the dance floor? Because we were. We were like, step aside, everyone. We're about to dance. That's just rude. (laughs) I know. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't think. Ugh. Well, whatever. What what the fuck is your nerdy thing, asshole? <laughs> I have plenty. I had a ponytail when I thought it was cool and it was never cool. Uh, I used to wear a duster long jacket because I thought I looked like the Highlander. Uh, I took karate lessons. I mean, I mean. Um, well, I, I certainly looked like a nerd. If we're just going with me looking no, I, nerdy, I, have, I looked I like a much. nerd. I used to read Dragonlance novels. I uh, There was a character in Dragonlance that was a knight. And he had this saying in another language, Es Solaris Auth Mythos from Dragonlance. And I actually stitched that into my baseball hat on the inside so nobody would know what the what it said unless you took off the hat and looked at it. That's because I wanted that phrase to be close to me. That's yeah, really nerdy. That's, that's nerdy. <laughs> what about when I was LARPing? What about my LARPing 
when I like rolled double zeros and you, I became the most famous vampire of all the vampires. Well, I'm going to tell you, your brother was into that stuff. You begrudgingly did it for a day. You rolled double zeros, a really high die, and you got to, you had like godlike powers and you could do whatever you wanted and people had to amazing. listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> you, were a, you were a tourist in LARPing for a day. That doesn't count as nerding out. <sighs> Fine. That makes you a good sister. No, I didn't do it for my brother. It was, it was high school. It was all my friends. Oh, I thought you did it. It's our, for your the brother. same group of friends that all wanted to dance at prom. Sweetheart, you know I love you, <laughs> but I don't think any of this stuff meets the bill. I don't think it checks all the boxes. God damn it! It's okay that you're no. Not. I need what? to have nerdy stuff. I, mean, I have. I am a nerd. Wait, you've got a bunch of Nancy Drew antique books that you bought for the library, right? Yeah. Have you read yep. them all. No, I mean when I was a kid, I read a bunch. Um, you have Funko Pop toys of um, Ash and the Evil Ash Dead. Ash Evil Dead. Mm -hmm. That's... <laughs> but everyone has Funko Pops. <laughs> I, I know, like... I know, I know. <laughs> oh man. Well, why don't you? Can what else are you nerdy about? That that Dragonlance thing is really funny. Oh that's god, nerdy. yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> like, not even tip of the iceberg. I've nerdy woof. stuff I've done that I can't even. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I don't know if this this might not count as nerdy actually, but um, uh, I one day I'm a huge Carl Sagan fan. And uh, I discovered the Cosmos documentary series, which was released in like 1980 or 1981. I had actually discovered it kind of late once I started reading all those books. And I would play Cosmos on loop, even sometimes when I'm working, or even if I'm having trouble sleeping. Um, Carl Sagan's voice, much like Bob Ross's voice, usually knocks me right out. <laughs> it's great. Um, but uh, so part of the Cosmos documentary series was filmed in Bensonhurst, which we were living in Brooklyn at the time in um park slope or wherever we were like south south park slope. yeah yeah like so, almost greenwood i had a day off this is like five years ago i had a day off and i'm like what am i going to do tomorrow um i know i'm going to go to bensonhurst i'm going to track down where these shots were filmed because i don't know where carl sagan used to live it's like you're such a fan of something you want to go you want to be a pilgrim to the place they did the, the thing and try to just absorb whatever essence well you know it's it's silly um so i went on google maps and i went to street view and i walked quote unquote walked through the city streets trying to figure out where each bit was shot and i found all of them uh, it took me a few hours of walking through bensonhurst from my couch um figuring out this is the diner that he went into now in the diner in 1979 where it's filmed was closed now it's just um <clears throat> bodega but the grate on the sidewalk is still the same because that stuff usually is untouched so i was able to match where it was also the park bench he sat on part of that documentary and this is part where he's sitting underneath like the 86th street elevated train stop or whatever and i found out which where which stop sign he leaned on based on the shape of the windows in the far background of buildings God, that were still there like obsessive and weird <laughs> like i don't know if that's nerdy or if yeah. it's just creepy no it was some serial like, killer creepy. shit yeah, yeah that's like you're a yeah. freaking like sociopath i was just obsessed like i was like can i figure it out from google like, this is pretty weird right but i did so i got on the train alone of course i didn't bring you with me no i was um, not i think i was out of town actually i feel like you told me this on the phone that yep. night or something. i got on a train backpack i think i had a copy of one of his <clears throat> biographies there's two i read them both um and i walked around Bensonhurst just thinking about him and you know because I'm what his stuff means a lot to me especially when I became an atheist I needed like a new system in my brain of like how to interpret the world and science was it for me along with Henry Rollins but Henry Rollins and Carl <laughs> Henry Sagan. Rollins was your new god <laughs> I mean it's like his black and whiteness and his like tough attitude towards get it done I don't know it all helped sure. whatever okay uh, so there I am <laughs> in Bensonhurst walking around and I first place I went to was um the diner because i was hoping that this diner was still there because this is a very 70s looking diner in the documentary it's like episode six or seven it's all orange everywhere it's like fabulously disgustingly 1970s and i walked in and it's bodega i'm like oh fuck like did they when they built this bodega did they tear out all this amazing old like hmm. 50s because i'm sure it was built in the 50s before they shot mm -hmm. it in the 70s it's like where did all that stuff go like what a shame yeah if you kept it period correct like this bizarrely orange tiny diner like oh, how awesome would it be to get a copy there so that sucked so strike one um i did find the place where we leaned against the stop sign but of course scott it was a different stop sign because they changed everything so strike two and then i went to the park bench where he uh sat and talked about whatever i found the bench but out of all the benches in the park 
And there were old benches from like the 70s where you had like poured concrete uprights with green boards around them. <laughs> this one was broken and there were no boards to sit on. It was just the concrete uprights. But every single other uh, bench was still in place there from um, the documentary. And it killed me because, like, of course, I feel like there must have been Carl Sagan fans who came here before me and took every piece of wood or something. Mm, <laughs> or, maybe. Or it's just bad luck and, yeah. you know. Also, like, man, it's been 30 years and you haven't managed, or I don't know when the bench broke, but. Right. I will say, though, there was a chipmunk that was sitting on top of one of these concrete uprights, and I, I named him Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I got on the train and I went home. That's not, like, um, the that's not the kind of nerdy thing. Like my Dragonlance thing is obviously that's really nerdy. Really nerdy yeah, <laughs> I would argue Carl Sagan nerdiness is is borderline because you do have Carl Sagan T-shirts, deep cut Carl Sagan quotes. Mm -hmm. um, you know he has got some overlap with science fiction because he wrote. Um... Oh, contact. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my God, how did you? Yeah. Know that <laughs> <laughs> wow, what know. a fan you are. <laughs> Carl would be really disappointed yeah. in you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you don't deserve to sit on that bench, Sean. <laughs> Even now, ooh, ooh, I got a new one. Oh, I uh, I found these two um, animal enamel pins that I bought like at New York Comic Con, and one of them is the golden disc that was fixed to the outside of the Voyager um, probe that's shot out into space. It's the golden record that aliens are going to find one day. Spoiler alert, we're probably going to find it someday. Um, and then the second one was a picture of Carl Sagan's face, but it was so ugly. I just like, well, I don't want to wear this. It's just like this big dopey, Carl yeah, Sagan science Yeah, I've seen that print. enamel pin. It's, it is, he looks like an alien <laughs> he himself. Does, yeah. It's creepy. Yeah, Carl Sagan was a handsome guy in some lighting and other lighting. It's like, <laughs> no. Um, for a scientist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I didn't want to throw out the face of him because I thought, I mean, I spent 20 bucks on the set. So I put on my, the, uh, plaid jacket you have i have the mm -hmm. coffee brown one that you hate yeah one is the golden record is facing out so you can see it and anyone who knows anything about science and pays attention might recognize that be like hey man nice pin mm -hmm. but on the inside of the jacket his face facing in is the second pin <laughs> mm. so the only thing you can see of the face pin is the backing of it which is on the outside of my shirt right because i refuse to throw it away and i picture it's carl sagan's like literally floating right above my heart oh <laughs> <laughs> that's so sappy i know god i don't i really don't know that i have anything like i know that. you don't i don't know what I mean, it is about you i was You're gonna, gonna bring me. up i have that shirt <clears throat> from coast city and it's it's an ash and the evil dead reference and it says read a damned book and mm -hmm. it has a picture or you know a right. screen print of the necronomicon yeah um and then I cut it up. I cut up that shirt and like shredded it into like a funky tank top that mm -hmm. I felt like Kelly would wear. Did you deep cut it up? Don't answer that. <laughs> but no, I, that's good. But that's not like, I turn it this way so he can always be close to my heart. Like I don't oh, do anything like that. God, I can, I'm never <laughs> going to wear like that shirt there was something else really nerdy that I was telling you about at dinner the other night. And you were like, oh, that's good. Save it. And you were like, don't tell me anymore. Save it for the podcast. I thought it was the Knight's Tale one. No, there was something else. Like I started to tell you something else that I remembered. And you were like, no, no, no. Don't tell me anymore. Uh, I thought it was, uh, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's going to, I'm going to remember as soon as we stop recording. And it's going to drive me nuts. I mean, you're not, you didn't even discover Ash Evil Dead till no, like last year. Last year with the TV show, yeah. <laughs> I like came home from rehearsal and you and Derek were watching it, and I was like, oh, I mean, what am I yeah. gonna do? Like, you can barely tolerate it as it is, but you did love the fart joke. The fart joke is <laughs> freaking funny. Well, I. What do you mean I can barely tolerate it? I loved it. Well, it was horror based, and it wasn't your thing. Like, it, it was gory, but like once I started really watching it, and I was like, oh, this is actually really funny. Right, because Ash is because you like Nathan Fillion a lot. Oh yeah, I Ash's like sense Fillion. of humor is very much like Nathan Fillion. Mm. That kind of. Uh... <gasps> I remembered my nerdy thing. Okay, good. Okay, I can't stall anymore. Okay, <laughs> so I back in I, it must have, it was high school. I watched the movie The Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, yeah. Which okay. was like one of my favorite movies. And it was also like I read the book and I, I can't even remember if I was able to get through the book because it was it was a hard read for me yeah. as a dyslexic kid. Um, but as a teenager, I was like in love with this movie. And I, I don't know if I can say his name right. I always thought his name was Henry Cavill. But it may be like Cavill, Cavill or Saville or I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. So he was in that movie as mm -hmm. the Count's son. And... 
I was madly in love with him. You liked him before he was cool. I did like him before he was cool. You had a good 10-year jump on everyone else. Yeah, like no one knew who the hell this guy was except for me. Because it was like, that was the only movie he was in for a while. Mm -hmm. And I (laughs) emailed him asking him to prom with me. And I sent a picture of myself asking him to prom. Which picture did you send? I think I like, I had to like take, because this was before like, you know, digital phones. And so I had like, my, my first cell phone was Nextel. So it was a walkie talkie. So you sent him a Polaroid. So like I had to like scan into the computer a photo mm-hmm. and it was just like probably my senior photo or something. Like, right. I don't know. Well, no wonder I didn't write you back. <laughs> my senior photos were cute. <laughs> was it, wasn't a picture of you not doing a night's tale. Dance <laughs> no, well, cause no, because that was prom. That would have been the prom he came to. Oh, sorry. He missed out. I know. What a shame. Mm, I would have had to teach him the choreography. Imagine if you got a celebrity who was one day to become sp- Superman to your prom and suddenly you left him in the middle of the floor you're like go away for a second and you wait, started wait. shoving people no, out of the way no I would have taught way. it to him I would have taught it to him wait so he, the celebrity <laughs> has to come to your fucking prom and learn, and learn to dance choreography what if he's like you know I've, I love nights till I actually know that dance and you're like no 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 we made up our own because we were creative and we wanted like, oh, to create well, our least, own stuff is it at least a David Bowie and you're like who's that <laughs> this poor guy avoided the worst prom whatever ever. <laughs> he didn't even respond he didn't even send me like a nice form letter saying no i just like just never heard back so, from him and i was like i got really mad at him because i was like who do you think you are henry cavill right. i'm probably your only fan like how dare you not even email me back i was very mad yeah how many letters is he getting back from Con- right, county like, monte back in like 2000 yeah. fucking how many fan mail right. i mean or actually he, sits he and probably signs, got a lot when he whatever. signs autographs now and he's got a bunch a thousand people waiting to get superman signatures how many bring a screenshot well, of you're that the movie? one person that's like no you printed out your own version of that one shot actually of him. i'm gonna find the fucking email and print that out and make him sign my email <laughs> you know what worries me is because i do have some overlap some of these people in if i ever movies. meet him how can i, I not tell him <laughs> if i meet him in the green room of some convention one day what am I supposed to do? A, <laughs> tell him like, hey, remember when my wife asked you the prom and then punch him in the face? <laughs> you didn't respond, you <laughs> asshole. Yeah, do I give you, do I dial the number and be like, hey, talk to my wife for a sec. Tell her, give her a good reason why you stood her up for her prom. He's going to be like. I mean, he didn't stand me up. He just never yeah, wrote back. By then, he's going to have all his bodyguards on me or he'll just do it himself because he's massive. <laughs> I mean, he probably did get asked more than just by me but i still feel like he couldn't have had that many fans back then right like that wasn't that popular of a movie you know what here's the question though is asking henry cavill to your prom nerdy though it's pretty fucking nerdy man it's not i think it's it's a crush it's like a celebrity crush but but like i was but like i loved that movie like it started with a love of the movie couldn't get through the book well, I don't remember if I did because I'm dyslexic. So like reading, I read like, that book. Trust me, you would not, you did not get through it. Okay, <laughs> that's the kind of book. I mean, I, I can get I can get through those books now. Like now, I like to read classical books yeah. more so than when I was in high school. So but I was it, say, my brain just couldn't. Like, if it was you, so jumbly. Here's what would put it into the end zone for me, as far as nerdiness. If you were a giant Alexander Dumas fan and kind of Monte Cristo fan, and, and you I had, sewed it into my clothing so it would had, be near my heart. That helps. That, <laughs> that helps. Yeah, absolutely. The Dumas pin above your... And then you also happen to like Cavill in that role, separately of the book. It's just all lined up for you. I love Dumas. I love this book. I love the movie. I love you. And if you actually asked him, like quoting lines from the movie or from the book, then I'd give it to you. No, I didn't go that far. Yeah, I just sent an email. It's not nerdy enough. It has to be nerdier. I don't know. I feel like that's pretty damn nerdy. <laughs> What about my love of dogs? That's no, <laughs> dogs are like Disney. Everyone loves them. Uh, that's not true. Also, I'm like most people know I'm obsessed with dogs, like Actually, beyond the normal person. I I got you a gift you have not opened yet for Christmas. It's going to be a deep cut Disney. Uh, oh, so it exists thing. a deep cut Disney. Well, I had thing. to find it. Yeah, mm. I can't tell you. I can't. No, no, don't tell me. Win don't the argument me. now by spoiling your Christmas <laughs> gift. <laughs> no, no, don't tell me. Um, I mean, I'm trying to remember, was there any, like, because Disney did have some, like, really weird, obscure movies that no one remembers. Like, yeah, the racist ones that they put well, into the vault. No, no, not even those. Like, um, like, Brother Brother Bear was a big one. 
That um, was yeah. That was like when they were on their way out. Nah, Brother Bear was really popular with like a certain group of kids. You were working at Disney at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that wasn't outside of Disney. Well, but okay. So then, but the, like <laughs> the great, have... the Great Mouse Detective yes. was maybe one of my favorite Disney movies yes. ever. Yeah. And most people have never seen it. They don't even know that that exists. They're like, yeah. the what Mouse Detective? So yeah, that you're so, right. So like, I love that movie. If there was a Disney movie that was more punk rock than the other ones, it's got to be Slightly Off Radar, not an obvious hit. That would be a good contender. That's a good one. But like... Still Disney though. I mean, Still. But I didn't like go find t-shirts with that. Like it's not... I didn't take it to the you, next level. I just love that movie. She's not a nerd. <laughs> you got to surround yourself with the artifacts of the thing you like. And you just don't do that. You discarded David Bowie's song. You didn't even follow <laughs> the dance moves. You didn't even dress up like a knight. Because part of my nerdiness <laughs> is that I like to be the one creating the thing. So like when I was eight, my best friend and I made a movie. Like her parents had a, a video, like a camcorder, which my parents did not have one. So mm-hmm. this was super cool that her parents not only had one, but they let us just fucking use it whenever we wanted. Mm-hmm. Like we could make movies and we did all the time. And we made... We made this Christmas movie that we wrote and directed and starred in, and it was called Ant Vampires Come Into Town, and it was a Christmas Halloween mashup movie. <laughs> Is this after Nightmare Before Christmas? Mm, I doubt it. This was I was like eight, mm-hmm. so okay. in like mid nineties, yeah, yeah, just Wait. before, yeah, early nineties. Yeah, I know. Don't worry, you can do your age math. Oh, uh, math. <laughs> Um, now, you know what? Part of the nerdy question for me is, are you, are you giving the thing that you love a nod by but like, pulling from it? You're obsessed with like, it has to be a brand. It has to be a thing that you're giving a nod to. Mm. But I feel like part of my nerdiness is that I want to create the thing and how I go about doing that is really fucking nerdy. Like I'm not creating shit in a cool artistic way. I'm making shit like Ant Vampire came to town, the Christmas movie when I was eight and I'm making like, I think you have choreographing shitty prom dances. If you, you have to mirror. So if you're a fan of nightmare (laughs) before Christmas, you have to mirror it in some way. Even if you do your own nightmare before Christmas thing, you have to sort of do deep cut nods and like, I just feel like for it to fit the bill of nerdiness, but to create something totally new on your own is impressive, but I don't think it's nerdy. I think it's pretty damn nerdy. I feel like the people <laughs> will speak because... <laughs> when I say franchise, that's just an easy way to refer to the thing you like. Usually it is a franchise, but if it's like, you know, there's no Alexander Dumas franchise, but obviously you can be a Dumas nut. <laughs> I've never met one. <laughs> <laughs> Until now. <laughs> I don't know. For me, it doesn't doesn't quite get to the end zone sorry baby <laughs> i just i to me i hear all these stories about me and i'm like this is clearly fucking nerdy <laughs> like how can you not think this shit is nerdy yeah. sorry i'm not doing good job. <laughs> you, you don't understand what i'm saying i now? understand what you're saying i just strongly disagree <laughs> that's because you want to be cool at you have a nerdy thing that's uncool it, this is not cool in. none of this is cool <laughs> <laughs> i do also like your when you made your like dallas cowboys shirt with puff, puff paint yeah why my parents let me out of the house that was not nerdy <laughs> that was just stupid <laughs> i think that's pretty fucking uh, nerdy. yeah so in 1992 or three dallas cowboys were huge starter the company that made all those sports sports clothing was huge mm-hmm. and i would love to i just wanted to fit in i was not a sports person at all i don't watch sports and uh it was just one of those things where i wanted one because every one of my friends in school had them my parents wouldn't buy me anything because it was too expensive i.e it was more than ten dollars for a t-shirt uh, they would shop at Walmart, <clears throat> so I would get like knockoffs, balding gear at best, and uh, I really wanted the Dallas Cowboys t-shirt, so I ended up buying a blue shirt. I went and bought puff paint and paints to make my own shirt, <laughs> and I, I laid out in navy blue, and I took like orange puff paint and drew a star in the front, <laughs> and I wrote Cowboys over it, but I started in the wrong place, so... C O W B is on the chest, but O Y kind of fades into the armpit. <laughs> but you couldn't see well enough, so Aww. then I grabbed the red puff paint and some other puff paints, and I really made it like fire, like written in fire, like the crow. Or, oh <laughs> or boy! And I'm like, there's, and I don't, and I'm 12 or 13, like old enough to know better. And my fucking parents, or if my dad saw me go to school, he should have saw, seen that, and be like, son, no, like. Trust me, you're gonna make fun of like, me. Like, we should just buy you that five dollars yeah, shirt. Just yeah, like stop how much you from getting your ass kicked. Yeah, I, I spent you know five bucks on a Hanes shirt. 
twenty dollars on puff paints. I also got ridiculed at school, which you is awesome. You could have just gotten the shirt for that price, yeah, probably, like, this or like a couple day. bucks more. I'll be hanging out with my friends mm. who knew me at age twelve, and like, remember that time you made your shirt? I'm like, oh god, my fucking parents, man, they should have stopped me from going outside, or felt embarrassed that they didn't cough up an extra, you know, twenty bucks to buy a shirt that your son really wants, especially so it wouldn't have to be made fun of all day. Yeah, that that sucks. That story is so sad. Yeah. And what sucks too is when you when you commit to an outfit and you go to school, you don't bring a change of clothes, mm-hmm. so you're, you're in stuck. that thing. You're stuck till the end of the day. Yeah. You could at least maybe have turned it inside no, out. No, no. But... Problem was, I had used so much puff paint it actually bled through before it dried. Of so you could see. Of course, you did. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> But that wasn't nerdy though, because well, I guess it was. No, that see, I define that as nerdy. Right, like, if that's if nerdy. I was a Cowboys football fan and I wanted to make my own shirt because none of the other shirts looked so good to me, then it would work. But I wasn't even a, a football fan. I just put on a shirt. I made a shirt that I thought would be cool. You know, I, I was way off. <laughs> it's not nerdy at that point. Yeah. I made my own Star Trek mugs. I still have them. I know you did. I found them. I couldn't find any Star Trek <laughs> mugs that were the mug that I wanted. So I went online. I downloaded a bunch of high-res JPEGs. I designed the thing, the cards head on it and all, and the ship. It's purple. It's perfect. I made three of them because I knew I was going to drop them over the years. I have one left. <laughs> well, okay. So, like, what about how I'm I'm so obsessed with our dogs? I, like, take <laughs> – I have photo shoots of just our dogs. Like, I will put them into their bandanas, and I set them up with the right lighting because right. I used to – be a photographer i am a photographer yeah and i like you're upset. do photo shoots with so, my dogs isn't that pretty fucking nerdy doing so, like so costumed photo shoots with your dog do you think nerdy and obsessive i think they go hand thing? in hand a lot i think there's a difference i think they go hand in hand like your carl sagan thing was obsessive right but it's also nerdy you are hung up on the fact that it has to be a brand like you're very hung up on it having to be like a counterculture or like a, even a popular thing mm-hmm. that you take a step too far. Right. Yeah, and you're not you're not doing that. I'm but <laughs> no, I'm not I, like my things aren't brands, my things are like more general than that, but I do take it too far. Like loving your dog so much that you put like <laughs> Oh, I'm not disagreeing with that. <laughs> like Valentine's Day bandanas and then you take it the step further and you do a photo shoot with your dogs in their Valentine's Day banana bandanas <laughs> bananas no. if, the way this would be nerdy is if you really wanted the dog and you couldn't find the dog you wanted so you made your own dog that's creepy and then you wore it to school that's <laughs> psychopath um but i don't i don't i feel like we just have different definitions of nerdy mm, yeah sorry mm. i just don't see it katana whatever your name is <laughs> Uh, so this was a frustrating podcast. <laughs> I, mean, I, I feel like tale. I'm reverting back to 10 years ago yeah. with you, Emily, and DC I all thought... yelling at me that I'm not nerdy enough. <laughs> you no, know, for years I thought that you did the Knight's Tale dance, the actual moves to that dance, no, to I a similar song. Dance. Yeah. Because I just... got skills. I mean, listen, can't you be proud that you, um, what's it called? Mob flashed everybody? Flash mob. Flash mob people before it was a thing. <laughs> mob flash is another thing entirely. <laughs> It'll get you arrested. <laughs> you and all your friends. <laughs> I am proud of it, but also I think it was really fucking nerdy. Not the kind of nerdy that we're talking about. <laughs> I disagree. I mean, if anybody can explain this on Twitter better than I can, please, because I'm obviously <laughs> not making God, much progress here. Do not here. inundate me on Twitter with how do I'm not, not a nerd. <laughs> explain to my wife, not to me. <laughs> Uh, so frustrated right now. <laughs> anyway, I guess I've got nothing else. Nope. I thought I thought I had plenty of nerdy stories between like nope. emailing Henry Cavill <laughs> and fucking choreographing my dance, but apparently not. I'm apparently going through the not. stuff you own, the stuff you collect, and I because I know what most of your shit looks like, and I'm not the Funko Pops don't count. No. You have a Harley Quinn black and white statue that I gave you, um, but you're not really a Harley Quinn fan per se. Nope. uh you don't buy trinkets you don't it's you buy dog stuff because you love dogs but yep. you know i don't think that counts um yep. yeah sorry i love those weird little cat things the surprise cat toys <laughs> that i spent like a good 10 minutes shaking the box this to try to figure might... out which cat it was you know those like mystery box toys so yeah, these tiny little mystery box toys i think they're usually made in japan a <laughs> yeah lot of these the writing, are definitely from japan the writing's on them is all you we don't read japanese so you spend an hour picking each box up, shaking it, and squeezing what you could without destroying the box to try to feel for the popsicle 
kitty cat one? Well, I either wanted the popsicle kitty cat or I wanted the cat popping out of the popcorn. So by the way, my friend owns the store. So we were doing <laughs> so, this in front of him <laughs> and he wouldn't let us. He, uh, we thought about like x-raying it or I, I said we could put it in the microwave and heat it up a bit and then look at it through thermal binoculars, which Jesus. I have. So you took it further than I did. <laughs> I think my way would have worked actually. Also the Harry Potter ones because I am a pretty damn big Harry Potter okay. fan. Harry Potter is closer. Than just kitty cats. <laughs> kitty cat, well, to finish that thought, that is pretty nerdy because you have a thing, a collectible involved now. The collectible helps bolster your point. <laughs> so with these two things, these mystery toys, you don't know which, which character <laughs> mm-hmm. is in the box. And I must have spent, I don't know how long, it was a while, like shaking every single box trying to figure out the weight mm-hmm. of the character I wanted. So the character I wanted was Mrs. Norris, which is the cat from Harry Potter. And mm-hmm. I knew she was smaller than the other characters and so the lightest box was probably mrs norris and so i found her and then i um and then i did the same thing with the kitty cat on the popsicle because i could tell it was the lightest box yep it's good it doesn't count i can (laughs) see it in your face you're like it's not nerdy enough yeah harry potter (laughs) is good though (laughs) just be happy with harry potter (laughs) you should see the dagger eyes i'm giving him right now no you shouldn't (laughs) (laughs) I've also never been to Harry Potter World yet. What about how I loved my manatees and I and I always like asked for um, the rescue manatee thing for every holiday. Like I would want, you know how back in, I, they might still do this, you adopt a manatee mm-hmm. and you get sent like the little trading card of who your manatee is and you get a little plushie and they, mm-hmm. and whatever, your money goes to saving so, the manatees. So your parents asked you what you want for Christmas. Every single said, birthday, Christmas, everything. So they donated money. And the, to the manatee, mm-hmm. and they got a printout mailed back to them, like a, a trading card of your manatee mm-hmm. stats, you yep. know, whatever. Fighting, Where it resided, if it was in Florida. Most of them were in Florida, but right. a couple were in. So then, after places. years and years, you started getting repeat manatees. <laughs> well, and I remember it was Scarlet. The manatee was my repeat. Her name was Scarlet. How many did you have at this point? I think seven. So seven years in a row. No, it was maybe like three years because it was like birthday, Christmas, birthday, Christmas, birthday, Christmas, right, and then so it was you thought you birthday. owned seven manatees out there. Yeah, and I had plans. I had big plans for me and my manatees because most of them were in Florida. So I was like, okay, when I'm an adult, I'm going to live in Florida. I'm going to build a house on the ocean. And I was going to have a basement that I could swim into and swim with them. Like, and they could like swim up to me through my basement and like live in my little basement area. Uh And I just knew like this was going to be my life. I was going to own my manatees. (laughs) And when I got Scarlet again, I was you know, distraught. I like went up to my mom and I said, you know, we need to tell them because they've all, Scarlet's already mine and they might be accidentally adopting out my other manatees to other people. And also I'm owed another fucking manatee. Mm -hmm. And like, she had to sit me down and be like, oh, oh dear. (laughs) You don't actually own these manatees. It's a figurehead and we're donating to a cause. Like I had no idea. Mm. And my parents had no idea that I had no idea. And like I had grand plans. I had like sketched out like fucking architecture sketches of my house in Florida with this basement. Right. And I was distraught. It's... It's it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreakingly <laughs> adorable. Um, also, you should put that in a book. It is in a book. It's in my book role play that's coming out. Next oh month. God, you should totally have a character like that. And, yeah, that's <laughs> it's great material for for a novel. Um, but I don't know if it's nerdy. What? How is that not nerdy? It's like so fucking nerdy. Like, I know. I I feel people listening to the radio right now. Um, uh, podcast. <laughs> I they're, like they're gonna turn on me if I don't give you. So you're no, right. It's nerdy. I, no, it's like now it's just placating. Like you're just yeah, okay, honey. It's nerdy. Like ah. that's pretty close. I mean, the efforts there, the enthusiasm. But again, there, it's not a brand. But beyond. it's like you're right. I, know, I, I, know. I didn't do the brand thing. Well, forget my brand thing. It, it is. It is pretty. I mean, you're, if there is ever a manatee nerd, then you are that. Nerd. Also, <laughs> you've got day, mugs. You've got shirts. You've got stuff. I do. I have my little felted manatees. I bought an, on Etsy. Someone was making stuff plushies of manatees that look like upside down um, bowling <laughs> pins they're not great no whatever. it's adorable so i got it for you and i'm like hey great it's a dog toy and i threw it on the ground and you immediately snatched like, it up oh, and said no. the dogs are not allowed to have this oh no <laughs> and did i sleep with it for a few nights oh yes i did i believe it's next to our bed it still. is it is next it's on my nightstand the fuzzy upside down bowling my pin little felted manatee, manatee. <laughs> uh she yeah put a picture of it to this day that. i've never been swimming with the manatees and i will be a sobbing mess when that happens well <laughs> 
I heard all seven of your manatees died, actually. Oh, I'm sure they have by now. <laughs> Probably by a boat propeller. You know, I bet manatees live a long time. Could they you might. That size? I mean, I'm I used go, to like, know this. <laughs> 30 to 50 years, maybe? I, yeah, I was going to guess 40 years. Yeah. I yeah. Guess it seems like, like parrots. I'm surprised parrots live as long God, as God, parrots do. can live like to be 80. Like yeah. They can live as long as humans. Like Some humans die yeah. before their birds die. Right. It's crazy. Well, there are some giant sea turtles that live to be 100 and something. Some turtles yeah. have been around since the Civil War. I mean, yeah. 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 So anyway, I guess those are a nerdy thing. I guess that's as good as I get. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Man- Manatee Nerd is pretty good. If there was a franchise connected to it, I'd be all in. Like if there was a Manatee Harry Potter thing of some kind. Oh man, <laughs> I would lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to this day, no one's really made a good Manatee movie. Like mm-hmm. there's no Manatee property out there that I'm aware of, but maybe I should be. I feel like everyone goes with dolphins. Dolphins are like yeah, the thing. Yeah, dolphins are easy. They They're are obvious. easy. Yeah. Stupid dolphins. <laughs> They've got nothing on manatees. Manatees, the are, sea cow. Uh, manatees are so bizarre looking and <laughs> ugly. It's like a, a boxer. The sea cow. Pet. I know. That's why I love them. <laughs> they also, I, oh God, I'm going to get this fact wrong. They like, they use their flatulence to like keep themselves buoyant. Oh man. And so something you guys have in common. <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> they are my spirit animal. <laughs> oh, I just said that on a podcast. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting real that's, up in that's here. That's not the most embarrassing thing you said right now. So I wouldn't worry about it. When I told you about my dragon lance. That's really embarrassing. Language inside my baseball hat. Oh, that might be the nerdy. I think that's even nerdier than your Carl Sagan story. It is. I know that. That's it right there. That's the most oh, thing about man. Anyway. Okay, so that was fun. Yep. Um, uh, join us. Keep uh, keep us on. This is We've actually done this now two weeks in a row, which is good for us. Um, we have a giveaway happening on the Patreon page. We've got from our October movie review a copy of Shaun of the Dead comic book, which mm-hmm. Shaun was uncredited mm-hmm. as the inker for. And so we have a copy of that that he has signed that we're giving away to any Patreon donor who's, I think, donating the the tier of like five bucks a month or something it's a deep cut uh, that is a deep cut sean murphy you show up at the table with that i know that that goes way back Uh, i think the europe i might have said this the european version did have my name credited as a help i helped with some of the inks yeah you did say that but that was on the patreon not on this public one right um so yeah that's at patreon.com slash talk flirty to me uh that if you join up you can enter to win for that and we'll probably do other giveaways like that so don't just like join and then not join because that's that's dick move guys (laughs) join and win and then just leave us boo uh Um, and then follow us on social media. I'm at Katana Collins. That's Katana with a K, like the sword. And Sean is Sean I, Bess. You, you guys know Sean. I don't know Sean Gordon Murphy, Sean G Murphy. Boule I can walk. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> bye guys. Talk flu.